0: Each year, so many of us set unrealistic goals of becoming skinnier or better, but rarely happier. But why? Just because of the media dictates what's sexy and pretty? We want folks around the world to feel confident about their bodies and sexuality no matter what. That's why we want to make 2023 about love, pleasure, and good sex.
1: Beducated has helped thousands of people enjoy better and more frequent sex. How? How? By helping them overcome social stigmas and taboos, dealing with body shame, dealing with shame around sex, and feeling free to explore their sexuality.
0: Let's kick off our journey to sexual happiness with 40% off Beducated. Get access to 100 plus online courses on sexual health and intimacy, led by the world's top experts.
1: So be sure to use our coupon code at let Chat. Ooh! (laughs) welcome back to another episode of let's chat podcast y'all i am your host jojo
0: and i'm zyra
1: yeah now that you said that i just got hot (laughs) i don't know what it is about opening every new episode Uh that i just like get a rush and i'm like nervous and hot and excited at the same time yeah i don't know that just never goes away but that's good Mm -hmm. so what's popping talk to me baby talk to me nice How are you feeling? I am feeling like I need some sleep. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what well, I mean, I've been working a lot, you know, uh-huh. getting some overtime in and shit because I'm trying to get some get some of this money and pay off a couple things uh-huh. um so then I can get back to saving, uh-huh. but yeah, I don't know what it is. I just feel like I'm
0: just sleepy a lot of the time, really, yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know if that's, like, a mental exhaustion or, like...
0: Well, I think it's because you work overnight. So your sleep schedule is all fucked up. And then, like, you... you It's, like, it, she's, like, a nurse. Like, she, nurses work, like, three times a week or four times a week. And they work these crazy hours. And then they're yeah. off for four days. But during those days, they're tired. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, I don't know if any nurses are listening to this that can relate. <laughs> but that's what it looks like and sounds like.
1: Yeah. Maybe, but I don't know, because I feel like with me working overnight, it's never really been an issue. Mm -hmm. I think, like, for me, what my thing is sometimes is um, I always try to be on the go. So, like, if I'm working overnight and I get a little – I happen to get a little, you know, shut-eyed throughout Mm -hmm. the night, um, I don't want to waste my days. Like, if I come home in the morning, I'm like, all right, I need to sleep for, like, four or five hours. Mm -hmm. Knowing damn well I'm tired as hell and I need a full eight hours just to catch up, Mm -hmm. I'll, like, wake up in like four or five hours and be like, I got to do something with my day oh, yeah. and it's either a hit or miss or whether or not it turned out to be a really good day. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause sometimes I, I make myself get up to do it. And then mm-hmm. I'm just like, I hate myself for doing that and I want to go back to sleep. So, mm-hmm. but I'm good. Other than that, I'm good. I'm great. I'm blessed. I'm living, you know, 15 days into the new year and I still haven't had an alcoholic beverage. By the time you see this, this is a pre record, hate to say it, but uh it'll probably be like
0: End of the month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somewhere
1: around there. I'm going for a month of no alcohol. Yeah. You know? You could do it. I don't know. I could do it. Like, I'm not saw, a person that you're we drink. Like an
0: like an alcoholic. Like you could no, do it.
1: No, no. But you know when it's like when you can't <laughs> when you put yourself in a position to where you can't have something. Oh, yeah. Or like, you know, uh-huh. you really want it. Yeah. Like we don't drink a lot. Unless, like, we go out, we'll, like, Mm -hmm. if it's like a social thing, we'll go out, we'll drink. But, like, sometimes at home, we drink wine, yeah, like during dinner and shit. So, I think, like, knowing that that can't happen, Mm -hmm. it makes you want it more. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually super surprised because I have a, like, half, not even half, a whole box of high noons in the fucking, um, in the fridge that we bought brought back from Mm -hmm. florida mind you i bought those high noons in florida for new year's (laughs) and they're still sitting in there untouched which i'm surprised you don't drink them but again she she won't she's not the type of person who drinks in the house
0: i just feel i'll drink wine but i'm not gonna sit here and drink like a beer yeah unless like it's like we're pregaming or something and i don't know yeah
1: same I can drink one and then I'll be over it. I gotta be like in a social uh-huh. mood to really throw back. But wine, I can get to it. Yeah, but yeah. And then we have like a like a half bottle of Josh, which I'm also surprised that you have not drink drunk it. Yeah. Um, that's still sitting there. So I'm like, um, I'm surprised I'm not itching to drink it.
0: Well, the reason why I'm not touching it because I feel bad. Oh, yeah. you care about me. I'm trying to be like a good um. Like, I don't know. My support
1: system? Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Uh How motivating. Okay, I won't drink after
0: this. (laughs) Let me stop.
1: How are you feeling? How are you doing?
0: I feel good. I feel like, um, um, like last year, as in 2022, like the (laughs) the previous, like, episodes, I feel like during the holidays, like, I was just really stressed Mm -hmm. and just, like, over shit. And, like, I feel like you could kind of, feel the tension and i don't know how the listeners probably thought about it but now i feel it's not because it's it's the new year but it's just like Mm self-reflection and like being always thinking about my thoughts and like whenever i have a negative thought trying to turn it into a positive just because of like manifestation and everything else like You know, everyone's like, oh, my my manifestations for this year and things like that. And I was we talked about this briefly, but like I always felt a certain type of way with people who would manifest things because I'm like, it's not enough to just manifest it. You got to put in the work. So let's talk about how you put in the work, you know. um. So I just been feeling more positive and trying to have like a positive outlook on things. And. Even if it sounds delusional, like I just, like I told you that I had a certain manifestation for the podcast and I was like, I don't give a fuck if it sounds delusional. <laughs> we're going to make it happen. All right. Um, and just having that outlook, because it's like, if 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 we have a negative outlook, that's all we're going to get. Negative, yeah. negative stuff. Get negative um, results. Yeah. So just trying to turn like the negatives into positives and just literally thinking happy thoughts like starting my day with like i'm gonna have a good day today like you know even if shit little shit happens i'm just like well we're gonna turn it around because yeah. i feel like when i'm stressed i get migraines and then when i get migraines i like i'm annoyed irritable just like over the shit over the shit don't want to do anything any anymore um so yeah oh, that's me. i'm
1: so glad you're in that mind state mm-hmm. oh good job babe <laughs> She want to be that tight now. Let me stop. (laughs) No, but I do agree. When you start thinking like a certain way, I mean, I don't know. I can't say that's for everybody. Everybody has their own way of thinking. But Mm -hmm. I think like once you find a way where you're like, okay, I'm not going to allow things to affect me. And Mm -hmm. this is what's going to help me to not be affected. Or like you said, irritable Mm -hmm. and annoyed and shit. You know, it really goes a long way. It's the little things, you know, we got to take the little things and, and just be with it. You know?
0: Yeah, and I feel like we we always we're always going to have days where it's like oh that that wasn't my best day, but it's like sometimes you can't prevent things from happening. Like example, like my car having to get fixed. I was so annoyed by that cuz I'm like I was just annoyed by having to continuously put money into this car. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Just chill. At the end really? of the day, you got a car. Right. You know? The little right.
1: things that, that try to fuck you up, what's the bigger picture, you know?
0: Right. I'm like, I don't know. just always, relax. There's always a win in something. Uh-huh. Right.
1: I've learned that. There's mm-hmm. always a win in something. Something yeah. throughout your day. You got up early. You got your workout in. Yeah, and like, I, I got myself. I got up early. And I don't wake up early. She does. Mm-hmm. I got my workout in. She got up. She slept in. It was mm-hmm. It's the weekend. She needed to sleep in. She still managed to get her workout in. Like, you know... When we accomplish the little things, yeah. I feel like it pushes us in the, you know, more positive and mm-hmm. more like, yeah, peaceful direction.
0: Yeah, that also relates to like the law of attraction, which is very similar to like manifestation. Just like speaking things into existence. Like I'm gonna have a good day today, no matter what. And then next thing you know, good things start happening to you. And yeah. Um well be realistic
1: about what a good day is to you, you know? Right. Don't be unrealistic, like, oh, I'm gonna find a hundred dollars on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I'm gonna win the lottery today. Yeah.
0: Or right, and like also relates to like like working out and things. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna work out. Like it, it was what I thought about in the morning, and I'm like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let anything get in the way of that. And I think that also has to do with like the selfish era slash soft girl era. Like I'm on nobody's time but my own. I'm sorry. like You know, because I feel like me and you are like people people pleasers. Mm -hmm. I think that I'm a people pleaser when it comes to like my family. And I think that you're a people pleaser when it comes to your friends. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes we try to juggle all these things and it's literally not possible. Right. Like how do we take care of ourselves first without seeming... Seeming
1: Seeming so selfish. Yeah, right? Disconnected. It's it's
0: necessary. Like it's really... It's necessary. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Anyway, without further ado, we're mm-hmm. going to get into our topic today. I hope you guys are all doing well. Um, yeah. Again, welcome newcomers and hello, friends. Yeah. So today I wanted to kind of talk about, you know, being accepted into your partner's family, you know, more so the parent aspect of it. Um, But I guess also, you know, sibling wise and stuff. And I only like brought this up or thought this up as a topic because I really see some nutty buddy ass shit when it comes to like family dynamics you know mm-hmm. you have family who don't give a fuck about each other and then want to care too much about each other you know mm-hmm. and not to say that anything is ever too much but when you're when you kind of like don't have the the boundaries, and like mm-hmm. you kind of just intertwine into yeah. each other's lives and relationships it's it's like ooh, that's a little toxic, so um, that's kind of what what I want to talk about mm-hmm. uh, do you feel like your family is toxic,
0: or like not I don't wanna say, I guess so mm-hmm. um, I think that at times it could be toxic mm-hmm. um but I feel like my family has good intentions, but there's certain people who Mm. could be a little bit toxic. Like I have certain cousins that are like (laughs) a little bit problematic. (laughs) I haven't met Uh, them yet. (laughs) You haven't met them. They're a great time and they don't listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when we're having like these big family reunions and things like that, and there's like new people in there, for some reason, sometimes they get into arguments with like new people. And I'm like, you just met them. Mm -hmm. i mean like i'm on your side but like we don't gotta fight we don't have to physically fight yeah and sometimes like this is gonna sound crazy but my family has physically fought in like family reunions and i'm like wow what the fuck is going on like what the fuck is going on and then i'm getting upset and then i'm talking to them crazy and then (laughs) it's just like drama at times (laughs) drama drama um but i think my family has gotten better like um with like their reactions and things like that and I don't know. I don't know if it's just the age since they're getting older. I feel like parents get to a certain age and they're, and they're they, just like more calm. Just like yeah, they're just like, they don't care. Yeah. They don't got the energy to be arguing or fighting with do people. Do you feel
1: like your parents like care too much? Um when it comes to like your life and things that you do and
0: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> 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 like um <laughs> i think they do that though because they care Mm -hmm. and they want to see me happy they want to they basically want me to have things that they don't have or things that they couldn't accomplish at my age um they want me to be surrounded around like good people they want me to date like a good person like it's like they have these expectations just because they want the best for me i don't think it's ever on some like toxic shit right so i do listen to like what my parents have to say and They're also the type of parents that they're very kind. Like, you know, my parents, they're just very... Super generous. Very, like, they have... My mom used to be crazy. Now she's better. But (laughs) all the patients in the world, like, Jojo went on, like, a family vacation with us and I told her, I was like, this is how they are. Like, my dad be listening to podcasts on the drive? You're going to be listening to some Dominican shit, so just bring your own headphones. (laughs) Um, But, like even just like the interactions when it came to like getting food when it even when we were rushing all they had all the patience and all yeah. the time like they they're <laughs> at this stage in their life where they're they're not bothered yeah very
1: unbothered <laughs> uh-huh. Very unbothered. like they're
0: not screaming they're not yelling they're not rushing you like they're they are just be chilling
1: i've definitely said this before and mm-hmm. i tell her all the time it's bad enough that like my communication like the barrier that I have between me and her parents mm-hmm. is the Spanish mm-hmm. but besides that it's how low they talk <laughs> they literally whisper and it kills me because when I was in the van now I've been around them and I I'd be like yo how you hear them mm-hmm. but like in the van I was sitting in the back mm-hmm. and like her dad's driving up front and he's like whispering whispering like (laughs) sweet thoughts and i was like responding and i'm like what the fuck he ain't say nothing and it just gets me all the time because i'm like how do y'all hear each other like i really don't get it yeah
0: i mean they're not i feel like my mom talks loud when she's on the phone with her friends Mm -hmm. and she's like talking to uh, our family in dr that makes like my mom could get real crazy sometimes yeah well, for the most part, they're a little self soft spoken mm-hmm. but if somebody crosses them, they're getting crazy,
1: yeah, they're not for the shit, <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't doubt it <laughs> um but yeah, how did you feel when you met my parents?
1: <laughs> I was mad nervous, <laughs> I think I'm not, like anybody's nervous meeting somebody's parents, whether it's like a friend's parent, you know, partner's parent, shit. if you didn't know your own parents, you'd be scared of me them. Mm-hmm. um but I was nervous, one, because of obviously the language barrier. I'm not really good. My Spanish isn't sufficient, you know? Um, so I definitely was nervous about that because it's just like, how are you supposed to not even just make a good impression, but how are you supposed to make conversation and find a level of relation with someone if you can't conversate, you know? If there is no dialogue. Mm -hmm. So I definitely was worried about that. Obviously, I had you and your sister there. Um, I think the main thing that made me a little bit more comfortable. And I'm already embarrassed about this. You know, I'm already embarrassed at the fact that I can't sit here and have this full-blown, detailed conversation with your parents. Um, But it's always something that bothered me. And I'm trying. You know, I be trying to learn. And I know some shit, but I'm not. I guess when I get around people who know the language better than I do, you know, I kind of just shy back. But what made me feel more comfortable other than, like, having you and your sister there to, like, be that translator was Mm -hmm. the fact that your little brother was there. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I'm not the only one who doesn't know how to speak Spanish here, you know? (laughs) Like, it's not just me. (laughs) But when... So I think that made me super nervous. Yeah,
0: because my little brother is 10 years old and he does not speak Spanish. Mind you, my parents speak Spanish and my little brother understands it, but he doesn't speak it. He only speaks English. Um, He'll say a few words in Spanish, but him and my mom seem to communicate with no problem. And my stepdad does speak English um, and he does understand English, but like he mainly talks in Spanish. Yeah.
1: I noticed that when we went to Florida, like we mm-hmm. would talk and he would he would speak in English and say mm-hmm. things and then um, but like you could tell like his preference is Spanish. Mm-hmm it was cool. I'm i i am not at all uncomfortable with your family at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than still the language barrier. But I told him, I was like, y'all gonna have to accept me as I am and just teach me, like teach me, put me on. I yeah. don't know, like, I don't know what else I'm supposed to yeah. do, but I'm here. We kicking it and I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: I mean, I feel like everyone who was there spoke English for yeah, the most
1: predominantly, part. yeah. Like
0: we would speak Spanish here and there, but mm-hmm. it was like my sister and her boyfriend, and my cousin—like they all speak English. English, yeah. Um, so yeah.
1: How did you feel when I was meeting your parents? Did you think it was gonna be weird? First of all, what is your parents' like idea? Have they ever sat here and told you like, "I want you to be with this kind of person," or like, find a person who's this way? Not really. Okay, I feel like I mean they don't talk about us to us about a lot of things growing up. So why?
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did I feel? I mean, it was I was a little nervous because it's like they never they met only one person that i dated mm-hmm. um and even then it wasn't like officially like oh this is that's my boyfriend it was like, oh that's her friend but everybody knew that was not just my friend, friend like- so it was just ner- nerve-wracking for you to meet my family because obviously you're a girl and it was <laughs> like this is the f- yeah. first official relationship as an adult, mm-hmm. that you're meeting them, so I would have been nervous regardless of the sex of the person, mm-hmm. but it was ex- it was extra nerve wracking because of that. And I'm right. like, oh, and she doesn't speak English. Like I'm just, I mean, and she- I'm like, <laughs> and, and she, she doesn't goes- speak Spanish, She's so this is gonna up. be tragic. Luckily, we went to a place where they were playing music, so there was loud It no- was no need to be chit chatting. <laughs>
1: yeah, but then it was like weird because then like. <laughs> y'all mm-hmm. don't talk like that anyway and what? that's the that's the oh, crazy yeah. part It's like they're not like talkative people um, I feel like
0: here and there it depends
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah obviously it depends upon conversation mm-hmm. but for a good majority of the time that I've went out with you guys you guys really don't talk much mm-hmm. even when y'all go home y'all just be on your phones and I'm just like all right that's yeah. cool like I can i I'll get out of that conversation for now yeah um but I definitely think that it that's one thing that worried me, too, was the fact that you've, you've come out and it hasn't even been... I don't even think it was that long in between that I met them.
0: Right. It was probably like a month.
1: Yeah. So I I was super nervous, like, scarred. And and that's what made it all the more worse for me, was like, ugh, I can't even, like, uh-huh. you know, sweet talk them. Like, yeah. But they were super nice. They gave me a hug when I was there, you know, when they first met me. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I never got any bad vibes from them. So mm-hmm. I felt very welcome. And I think the yeah. more that I'm around them, I feel more welcome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you feel like my parents are very welcoming or was accepting yeah. towards you?
0: Yeah. I, I have no problem meeting parents. <laughs> That's one thing about me. Like, I... I never get nervous. I never... No, I don't know what it is, but I could talk to anybody. So I feel like the first time I met your mom, it was easy because she's also very talkative. Mm-hmm. So we were just talking and talking and talking. She was telling me a bunch of stuff. And when I met your dad, it was kind of like the same thing. Mm-hmm. He was asking a lot of questions and yeah.
1: He asked a mm-hmm. lot of questions, but sometimes he can get a little
0: quiet and awkward my
1: Mm -hmm. mom will not stop (laughs) she will not stop love her to death though she's actually quite she's funny all right so you meet parents a lot or Mm -hmm. you have
0: i've met a couple of parents of people that you've dated yes oh wow
1: I wouldn't have expected that. You did say that. I think you did People say that. People love
0: introducing me because to their family. Because I'm about family. to say, you
1: said, you've said you mentioned, like, you've been introduced to their family, but not vice versa. Mm,
0: and they was mad about that. So
1: you were very particular <laughs> of who met your family.
0: Oh, yeah. Very particular. For what purpose, very. though? For the sole the, purpose of,
1: like, it just wasn't...
0: I Like, this is the thing. Like, I just... Me and my me and my parents don't have this really close relationship when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. Like they don't they don't know everyone who I dated and I like to keep it that way because it's like if you're meeting my parents, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I think I had the luxury of doing that because I didn't live with my parents. Mm-hmm. Now, if I live with my parents when I dated all these people, then I think that's a different story. Yeah. Because it's like I live under your roof, obviously you're gonna know where like who's picking me up or like they're just gonna be nosy. Mm-hmm. But, like, since I didn't live there, it was, like, I'm dating around, and you don't got to know right. nobody. You Yeah, I was, um like, I dated uh, a lot of people for pretty long, and I met their parents, but they never met mine.
1: So were you, like, the one that they always loved? Like, the person that was like, oh, Tyra,
0: Tyra, 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 we love her. I don't know. I have no idea.
1: Have you ever been disrespected by a past partner's mom? Mom, dad, so, parents, whatever.
0: So I haven't. But, um, I, I was dating this girl and she was white and like, we all went out like me, her, her mom, and her mom just randomly brought up like Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, not your favorite topic. Yep, Not
1: your favorite yeah, person yeah, in the and world. I was
0: like, I honestly just forgot the conversation cause I just toned out. Like I was just like, I'm going to ignore everything that she says because, it wasn't like a fuck Donald Trump. It was kind of like a supportive thing. And I was just like, Mm. Not fucking with I, it. Uh yeah. And then the girl I was talking to, she was not with that at all. So she like her then she started arguing with her mom. Mm. <laughs> and I've been there i l I've been there a lot for some reason. Like there was just a lot of arguments. And I'm like, I'ma let you handle that. Because I'm not gonna get disrespectful. Like that's just not the type of person that I am. Mm. And I think it was just because it was kind of early in our relationship. So I didn't really feel like me and their parent had that bond where I could be like, yeah, fuck out of here. Like, yeah. we're not doing that. So I just, we just avoided the conversation, but I never had like a bad interaction. Where um, I could say one thing I did it, my, my first boyfriend, um, we dated for like two years, whatever. His mom was so overprotective with him.
1: What is it with these guys' moms?
0: He was Puerto Rican and Dominican. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, he was like 18. So I'm like, okay, well, we're young. Mm
1: -hmm. Whatever.
0: But, like, she was, like, a little bit too much sometimes. Um, And she would call me when he wouldn't pick up the phone. Oh, wow. And sometimes I would be working, busy. Like, I was very active when I was going to school. I wasn't just chilling all the time. Like, either I was in class or I was working. Mm-hmm. And me and him, obviously, like, we were together because we went to the same college. But that doesn't mean that we were together all the time. Yeah, He had his job. He had his classes. He lived in his own <laughs> dorm. So I was just like, honestly, I think I was just nice for too long because she would literally call me all the time. All the time, and then she will call me from block numbers, and then yeah, I had to sucks. be like, "Lady, I do not <laughs> know where he's at. I don't. I'm not with him 24 seven. His and,
1: girlfriend, not his mother, mother. Right? I'm
0: like, I don't have a tracker on him. I don't <laughs> have his location. Like, I literally. And I had to tell her, like, I had to rip her, and then I had Yikes. to rip him. Like, can you pick up your mom's phone call? Because I'm tired of her fucking calling me. But like,
1: how many times? Obviously, you said she was doing it all the time. So, like, what you would tell him and he'd be like, my bad? Or just like, oh, all right, what'd you tell her type he shit? He was
0: weird. He would be got doing doing God knows what.
1: Yeah, I would have ripped him, too. Like, yeah, so I was like, like are, I you, call are you my doing? For are you you? Work, what
0: are you doing? Right. So I'm like, I don't know what the beef is with you and your mom, but just give her a call back because I'm literally sick of her calling me. And tell her that I don't have a tracker on you. <laughs> So like, it was
1: just ever to call, like to to see where he was. It was just, never uh, like, Hey, how you doing? Yeah, What's uh, up? Yeah, he's
0: not picking up my phone call. Like that. <laughs> but then I found out that she had like mental health issues. Uh, so then I felt a little bit bad and then
1: Asshole. Yeah,
0: but it was just like, come on now. Like Still. I feel like sometimes there's certain moms that are so overprotective over over like their their sons that it's mm. kind of weird. Yeah. It's like Is that your son or is that your boyfriend? Because I'm confused. But yeah, that was my experience. Have you ever met someone's family and they didn't like you or they gave you a hard time? I
1: am the golden child. Uh And I say that in in a positive manner, meaning everybody loved me. Um, Mm -hmm. Nah. I hadn't except one time. And it wasn't like on ever no disrespectful shit or like um, that this parent would come out her mouth. But oddly enough, the-
0: I know who you're talking about.
1: Yeah, the person I was fucking with. Um, his mom <laughs> did not fuck with me. Or I don't know if it was just that she wasn't fucking with me. It's just, I think it was just one of those things that it was like, I didn't care to fuck with you type shit, you know?
0: And you said she was Dominican. She was Dominican. Some Dominican moms could really be ruthless.
1: I literally, and I'm not, you know- I'm okay with eventually meeting your parents. I don't need to be, you know, immediately in their sight or whatever. But because, again, it's harder to do when you live at home. And, you know, my parents... Well, my mom has run into a couple people that I have fucked with. But it was never on, like, an official meet. Um, So homeboy was living at home, obviously. And I would pop up. And I would come through. And I would stay over. And then... I would like pretty much, you know, see his mom in passing, like when I'm leaving and shit. Mm-hmm. Um and I would say hi. Like at the end of the day, I'm in your house. I'm not gonna be disrespectful. I'm not gonna be like, no, you know. You have to say
0: hi. Yeah, so right. Much. That's a uh-huh. you're
1: in someone else's home. Like you're gonna be polite enough to be like, Hey, how you doing? Like, right. you know, what you wanna do with that is what you're gonna do with that. Mm-hmm. So um I was I would, you know, say hi and then I would leave. But, like, I never felt comfortable enough to, like, chill upstairs or nothing with everybody. And, like, eventually, like, when you fucking with somebody long enough, you know, you're around around. around. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was crazy because I never had the issue. Like, his siblings would talk to me, kick it with me. Eventually, like, I met his stepdad. And his stepdad was cool as fuck. His stepdad knew English. His mom was a little rough on the English. Mm-hmm. And I think that was another thing that made it really hard for me because I'm like, fuck, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: in this situation where I can't communicate directly you know or it's a little hard um but yeah i would say hi she would be on the phone all the time chatting it up with somebody she would just look at me and like disregard me like and i would think to myself like maybe this is just in my head like i'm just doing i'm just thinking too much but in reality like prior prior experiences from that one parents always used to like Hey Jojo, how you doing? Da, 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 how are you? You know, talking to me like mad, interactive with me. Um, mm-hmm. I've had parents that loved me, you know. I've so that was like a weird situation for me, and mm-hmm. I was like, "This is what shorties deal with when dating guys, because this is corny." Mm-hmm. And like, I get it, but it's like I've given you, I've, I haven't been disrespectful. I haven't given you any reason to be like, you know, standoffish. Uh-huh. So, and and I feel like when you're in a position to where you don't have a rapport with your partner's parents uh-huh. it It's a little like annoying because like if I didn't fuck with your parents, but you fuck with mine and so my parents is really cool with you. Uh-huh. that's kind of like I'm jealous, yeah, and that's kind of the situation with the person I was dating at the mm-hmm. time like. That their rapport with my parents were good, like, kicking it all day, chit-chatting, like, and I'm like, that's kind of corny, like.
0: Like, you mean, like, he was cool with their family? Yeah. But you weren't cool with his?
1: Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I was kind of cool, and eventually, like, like I said, I met his siblings, and they were cool as fuck, and stepdad, but his mom, I just couldn't kick it, and it, and it was bothering me, too, because a part of her reminded me of my mom. Really? Yeah. So, the one thing, I'm going to just tell you this one story. <laughs> Damn. I'm fucking up. Um, we, homeboy got his jaw busted. Oh my I go God. to the hospital. I'm sitting with him in the oh hospital. Yeah. I hate to talk about this. Not putting put shit out there, but whatever. We go to the hospital. His mom comes. His mom disregards that I'm there. And I'm not even there. She comes in. I say hi. Nothing. Straight to him. Talking to him. And I'm just like in the corner in the chair. And I'm like, okay. Um, and i forget but like it was just mad weird it was just a complete like i was not there and i was like yo i don't even gotta be here for this shit what you call me down here for like if you knew your mom was coming i did not
0: have to come down here because you knew it was gonna be like this like so he went to the hospital by himself yeah and then you met him there yeah so she didn't even thank you for like oh thank you for staying with nothing nothing i got here nothing
1: nada not nope
0: Nothing, she was not fucking with you, she, not at she all. Oh, not at all. Oh my god, so I was like, I was hurting your ego, huh? Yeah, it
1: was, <laughs> I was low key salty, and I was like, Yo, like, all I, I'm not asking to be BFFs, uh, just a, a like a, a sense of acknowledgement, you know, mm-hmm. and I wasn't getting that. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I did. Mm-hmm. Eventually, she talked to me, and like, she yeah. realized, like, I'm not just some. You uh-huh. know, regular ass, bougie, whatever type of girl. You know, mm-hmm. like, first of all, I'm from around here. One, uh-huh. like, my parents go through, have been through struggles too. Like, y- y- we know different, uh-huh. and I felt like something about that was just I don't know. But whatever, that shit was weird for me, and I didn't fuck with it. Mm-hmm. And and you know, when it when we did break the ice and we did talk, it was cool, uh-huh. and I respected it 110. And then I uh, stopped dating him. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Yikes. But that was the like one and only time. Mm-hmm. I I had been very much liked after that. Mm-hmm. But I've seen other people, you know, in relationships that are just, their parents just, like you said, don't they just involved in their everyday lives and their personal you know business and mm-hmm. like relationships some parents have like invalidated people's relationships and it's just like oh what? yeah i mean
0: especially for gay people yeah they just always call your partner your friend mm-hmm. like oh that's her friend have you ever friend, heard your parents friend, call friend, friend. me a,
1: call me a friend or something
0: no they they like okay. say it by your name but they also don't acknowledge girlfriend uh-huh so Whatever, <laughs> it is what it is. I'm I'm not pressuring them or anything, yeah. but I do think it's funny because they'll just say like your name. They'll call you by your name. Mine's
1: do the same thing though. Oh, right. Where's Tyra? Where's uh-huh. uh? Well, where's such and such? Yeah, I don't think they're ever like, "Where's your boyfriend? Where'd you go?" And I think it's because like they never know when it's gonna change. What do you mean? <laughs> like it they well obviously we're not going to change uh-huh. but like they're they never be like oh where's your boyfriend where's your girlfriend and all cuz they don't know if they're going to be here next week type shit mm. so that's fine but
0: mm-hmm. we won't be meeting them right uh, right that's true what would you say are other steps to like getting along with their family cuz i feel like for the lgbtq community <laughs> i feel like we have to deal with this the most Mm -hmm. just because we are gay and it's like
1: we already have like a a target on our back right like it's
0: like they already think you're not human right and i feel like with hispanic families that's also a thing too Mm -hmm. um so yeah what would you say um i think it's just for like conversation
1: Mm -hmm. you know engaging Mm -hmm. um You know, being, I don't want to say being eager, but, you know, showing that you're open to having the conversation with Mm -hmm. them, you know, simple questions, Mm -hmm. just to show that you're kind of involved and invested in who they are and Mm -hmm. you're wanting to get to know them. Yeah. I think that can go a long way. You never want to be a person who's like, oh, I don't want to feel like I'm like being nosy by asking too many questions, Mm -hmm. but they're going to ask you questions too. So it's like, be open to letting them get to know you and you invest in getting to know them Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i agree and i feel like um just asking them questions when it comes to like your partner like oh how how were they when they were a kid or like Mm -hmm. let me see some baby pictures or like i don't know it could be anything but like starting a conversation so they know that like you're interested in getting to know their family as well because that's important to like get to know them and have a relationship you know
1: yeah Mm-hmm. Um, I would think obviously helping them, you know, mm-hmm. when you're around, especially like you come over, you have dinner or you're out, you're mm-hmm. like, you know, can I help you? Or if you ever need help, you know, kind of lend that, um, or offer that, you know, hand to help, Yeah. you know, if you ever need anything, call me, mm-hmm. if you ever want us to do anything like we got it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that can go a long way. Cause. They, you know, you like to think they have other people to run to, but sometimes yeah. the one they depend on <laughs> is this child. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And a good example for that is like, have you ever been to like a family party where like they're hosting and like they have to be running around and like doing a bunch of things? I think... Offering like you said, help, volunteering yourself, like break breaking down things if it's like the end of the the party and staying there late.
1: Yeah.
0: And just helping, like being a helpful person, helping them wash dishes. And I know a lot of a lot of families are like, Oh, don't do that. No, no, don't do that. But low key they like that. Yeah. Don't wash the dish. I got it. But low key they love that. Like you want me to wash the
1: dishes. It's one less thing.
0: Yeah. It's like little things like that, I think, matter.
1: Yeah. Mm Um, what's another one? Um I think sharing time, playing playing fair, so to say. Mm -hmm. And that's like not favorite favoritizing, or is that is that a word? I don't know. Showing favoritism to one side Mm -hmm. more than the other side when you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so pretty much an example of seeing my family all the time, every day, or like every holiday, and then Mm -hmm. not sharing the same you know, with her side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which, it's a little bit harder for us because we're not so close together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we will be equally. But believe it or not, I'm not going to say that because I see my parents... Because my parents are close, so I do see my parents
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: just not on the daily. Yeah. Often enough, but not on the yeah. daily.
0: I think you do a good balance. I try.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes I... Yo, sometimes I feel... Like I don't have a good balance. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to see family more. Mm-hmm. And then I do it. And then I'm like, I need to I miss my friends. I need to see my friends yeah. more. And then I'm like, okay, I need to just see me more. Mm-hmm. And then it's like it's it can be hard. It can yeah. be tricky. But you know
0: I every... think it's hard because you have a lot of friends. One and two, your parents aren't together.
1: Yeah, that's so hard. <laughs> that's so, so hard. Yeah. And then, like, one gets jealous over the other. Like, it's bad enough I got to deal with two separate parents. Yeah. And then it's, like, at least your parents are together. But, like, yeah. I have to deal with, oh, I have to see her family, too, you yeah. know? So, holidays are rough. But you got to make it work.
0: Yeah. Like like she said, it's important to just take turns. Like, let's say this year, you know, we we did Thanksgiving with my family. And next year, we'll do Thanksgiving with your family. Um, And finding something that works for, like, both of you. um. Then I would say, like, communication, it's obviously pretty big, like we said before. But um, I think it's important to just communicate with your partner when it comes to how you feel about the whole family thing. Like, mm-hmm. if you're feeling like they're rejecting you, if you're feeling like they don't like you, you have to tell them that. Like, yes. you have to tell your partner that. You have to tell them, like, listen, I feel this type of way, and this is why I feel that way. And they should try to fix that between like you and, and their parents like they should try to form those boundaries where they have a conversation with their parents like listen they feel uncomfortable because this isn't that can you please make an effort to like at least acknowledge my partner or like yeah. at least have a simple conversation with them like you don't have to be so dismissive mm-hmm. like how you were saying with, yeah with, I don't think that conversation ever happens yeah like. But But I also don't think you cared that much.
1: Nah, eventually I was just like, I don't give a fuck. That's fine. I could walk right by you in your own home. Mm -hmm. Like, it it got to that point. Mm -hmm. But I also think um, keeping in mind, you know, obviously the difference in families. Not everyone has Mm -hmm. the same... Uh, you know traditions, beliefs, and all those things. Mm-hmm. So I think just keeping in mind that your family is not going to be like my family. So I can't go in there thinking that I can just say whatever I want or immediately be comfortable mm-hmm. in doing whatever I want and not, you know, ex- kind of like not expecting them to look at me like I'm crazy. You know. Mm-hmm. So I think definitely not. How do you say that? Um, uh, I don't know the word. I don't know. I guess just being more. Mm, I can't figure out the word.
0: I can't figure out the word for you.
1: That's because you never understand me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying just be more uh, polite, I guess, so to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, you know, probably not the word that I'm looking go for, but that's the one that's on my tongue. Yeah. So whatever. Um, I, I don't know if you have another one, but I definitely think that. um disconnecting yourself when you're in these family functions with your partner you Mm -hmm. know and there's people there that you really don't fuck with Mm -hmm. you know um there's family members that you've had a hard time with or just don't necessarily connect with um don't allow that to um like push you away from these family functions these family gatherings and like being involved Mm -hmm. um because that makes it hard, not just for you, but for your partner. And then it seems, like, real sketchy. Like, oh, you don't ever want to be here, blah, blah, blah. For one person, like, mm-hmm. you know, I think we just have to do a better job disconnecting from the people that we don't have a connection with mm-hmm. and not letting it ruin our time
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: with our close ones, mm-hmm. our partner's close ones. Yeah, And that's it. That's all I got, um, I guess, in examples yeah. of just...
0: The better. last thing I have is um, to have some manners, <laughs> mm-hmm. like um, especially in a Hispanic household. Like if you come in, you have to say hi to everybody.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The you kisses. Can, yeah, the like
0: I you door. gotta say like or you could guy. say hi to everyone at once, like a big yeah. hi. How are y'all doing or whatever? Or and and when you leave too, like I feel like that's just showing like a sign of respect, especially mm-hmm. when you're coming into their house. Um, I was always taught that if you are the person that's coming into the house, you, you're the one that's supposed to say hi. Yeah. They shouldn't have to get up from their chair and, like, start a conversation with you. Like, you should be the one that, when well, you came in, you say hi to everybody. Yeah. Um, I remember I was dating this person, and they took me to their family's house, of course, and there was, like, 10 of them there. Ha, <laughs> what a time. And it was, like, a lot of Dominicans. So I was like, I'm going to say hi to every single person here. No, I literally I did. How. No, you <laughs> did. No, there was so many people that. there. Yeah, no, but that. he told me he was oh. like, "You have to like say hi to them." Why, Why would ha- you even put me in that if, position? I don't know if he had like a bad experience with like mm-hmm. someone else he dated who didn't say hi, but he was like, "Just make sure you say hi to them." I was like, "All yeah. right." Whatever. They be
1: ready because you know what's funny is that when mm-hmm. you leave, they chatting about you heavy. Mm-hmm. They talking hella shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, you fuck up. Mm-hmm. Just know. They fucking, they talking shit. Right. Yep. That's funny though, because I did walk into a house where they were like having like a little party. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you knew this was happening and you decided to bring me Mm -hmm. to the crib the right way. And now I got to say hi to all these people. I'm really, I'm I'm a little awkward. I, I try not to be, but I feel like. Sometimes I have a hard time saying hi and bye. Like, I can say hi, hey, you know, sometimes hugs, kisses. Mm. But when it's time to say bye, especially when it's, like, an overwhelmingly amount of people, I'm just like, ooh. Yeah. Because then it's like like you can't say hi to some people and then – or, like, bye to some people and not to other people. So I feel like when I'm in those positions, I just go, bye. Yeah, that's what what you got to do. I'm (laughs) leaving. But, yeah, show your manners.
0: Yeah.
1: And control yourself. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I got for this topic. I hope you guys somewhat kind of sort of enjoyed it or got a little something from it. Um, again, it was just a topic that popped into my head that I felt like we should talk about. Uh, because people have a lot of issues with relationships and families.
0: Yeah, and if you guys have some tips, please, please, please let us know. Write it in the comments. Um, yeah, y'all been real
1: and we need you to speak up like yeah. what's going on uh-huh. where's the comments where's the where's the emails like let's go uh, we
0: still getting emails stop okay. it all right maybe we I'm still getting, it. yeah anyway let's get into this uh family meeting you know and hopefully one? it's not as crazy as last week <laughs> uh, yeah. what are your thoughts on girls who refuse to eat out their partners i've heard some comments that there are people some who are not necessarily pillow princesses who don't enjoy eating other people out. I know you get a lot of questions about how people don't like strapping or who want to strap a partner who's against it. But I would love to hear your thoughts on this when it comes to eating out. Mm. So basically, like, what do you think about pillow princesses?
1: I mean, it, it's not for everybody, but it works for some people.
0: Like are pillow princesses really gay? i can't
1: answer that i don't i don't know i don't know because i feel like you have some people who also don't like to be penetrated right yeah so i don't know people have their preference i i you know
0: i can't. but i i feel like maybe i'm wrong the person asking this question probably is dating someone who's oh like they're always the top and their partner's always the bottom mm-hmm. but it's like when do I like when, when do I, when get, do the I pleasure, get to be about being pleased? Right, them? right, like all about communication, of yeah. course. But my thoughts on it, I do think it's a little bit odd. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to make people feel bad, but I do think that it's a little bit odd because it's like, like, just try at least, mm-hmm. just try it out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I feel like even if you don't, what like you have to be willing to find other ways to please your partner. Oh yeah, like if you're not a person who's gonna give head, then what are you offering? You know, mm-hmm.
0: what
1: there ha- there's other ways, but it's like, you know, if you're not trying to find those ways yeah. or try those ways, it's just like, well, then what the fuck are we really here for? <laughs> then are you really gay? Like you just want to get pleased? And mm-hmm. I honestly, it's hard to tell because you know there are a lot of straight girls who be like, oh, I would never, I would never eat out some shorty. But I would, I would let some show to eat me out, mm-hmm. you know. So, but I don't know. Y'all got to stop fucking with these. And and, and not all pillow princesses are like, oh, I don't eat. You know, like I won't eat nobody out. They just like to receive more than giving. Uh uh-huh. Um,
0: but you got to come to a compromise. Yeah, like go to one of these sex stores and maybe test out, like, a toy or something right? on your partner. But, like, obviously,
1: I don't know. like. But I feel like you still got to try one time. (laughs) One time. You got to, listen, touch it one time. Try it one time. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, maybe she just don't want to do it because it's a lot of work. It can be a lot of work. You don't just, you know, touch it and it happens. You don't just... And it yeah. happens Like, it's some work. Uh-huh. And for some people, you know, sometimes yeah. you just rather have somebody to just fucking lay on their back and not do anything because mm-hmm. you'll spend more time waiting for something to happen when they're actually <laughs> doing it. And nothing will happen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And have them do it the wrong way. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean, it could be for many reasons. Maybe yeah. this person doesn't feel confident in themselves. Yeah. Like, maybe they feel like, mm, like I don't even want to do it because I feel like I suck at it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they really just don't like it. But it, that, that makes me wonder. Like, if this was like a straight relationship, I hate to compare it. Like, let's say there was a couple dating for years. But like, the girl never sucked their little... it would be like that these men these men be like get the fuck out of here if you're not doing that (laughs) like these men are not with that shit and i feel like as women we're just more like we care about our partners a little bit more and like it's not always about sex Mm. i feel like with men they were like yeah peace out yeah (laughs) um but yeah try try new things
1: Yeah, see what you can get out of it. I wouldn't say
0: they're not gay. I would just say maybe they're just not there yet. That could be another thing.
1: If you've had the conversation and it's just that they refuse off the strength of they just don't want to do it at all and don't care to do it, then you just, and it's not working for you, then you just have to let that go. But make sure you've, you know, exerted all avenues of conversation and saying, is it that you're uncomfortable? Do you just not, feel like you know you can Mm -hmm. have that um like sexual confidence Mm -hmm. and you know because sometimes it's hot and it's sexy when you know you're the one being the pillow princess so Mm -hmm. to say you know you're the one being pleased and allowing someone else to do the work and then you know when it's someone who doesn't usually do the work or haven't been in a position to where they've you know, have to give. It's mm-hmm. just, it can be unsexy real quick yeah. because you're like, what do I do? Well, how do I do it? Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. So just talk about it. And, you know, I guess tell them how you want it done. <laughs> I don't know, but good luck with that. Yeah. Um.
0: All right. You want to do the next question?
1: Mm-hmm. Next one. Two year. What? That's how i start?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. A two-year relationship ended... And two months after we broke up, a girl messaged me saying that they're a thing and wanted to know if her and my ex no. No. <laughs> read that. That's all fucked up. I can't.
0: <laughs> I'ma read this
1: word for word and you take what you get. I don't like. I'm tired of this. You be setting me up.
0: I I did not read these.
1: Okay. I'ma gonna, I'ma gonna just read it. Two-year relationship ended. And two months after we broke up, a girl messaged me saying that R thing and wanted to know if her and my ex and I had been talking.
0: Are we are we catching? Okay, so she was in a two-year relationship. It mm-hmm. ended. Two months later, after that relationship ended, a girl messaged her um asking if. I guess her they were still and together. Her ex were a thing,
1: or been talking. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. Like, of course, because we were in a two-year relationship. What the uh-huh. fuck are you talking about?
1: <laughs> so I'll proceed. Now this is no shade on the writer. We know you know your fingers were excited. You was getting to it. I'm sorry, but like, I just be sounding crazy. Proceeding. We were. They had been talking. I was torn, and I even met up with the girl, and she had. <sighs> this is fucking me up. <laughs> i was torn and i even met up with the girl and she had how she knew her you heard that she had how she knew her worth and at the end (laughs) no 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 and at the end they ended up together never thought i would be here from my ex again She messaged me the other day and we had conversations. I know at this point it's over, but do I let her girlfriend know I'm still in love with my ex? I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I just was trying to do a math equation in my head when I have a phone right next to me. Like I feel like I should be Google translating this. So she can read it back to me. All
0: right, but the question was, I, all in all, what I got from it was that um, there's some fuckery going on. Don't get back with your ex. They're an ex for a reason. Just call it a day. So
1: what it sounds like, again, this is no shade on you, no shade on you, sis. I'm just maybe we should pre-read and sort this out for you. But
0: but I want our natural reaction.
1: I know, and you're getting it. You're getting it. And It's making me look the dumb, the dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the hell. <laughs> it's like every time when i'm reading i'm just why do you get the why do you get the fucked up i don't know bro i'm already looking crazy i hear these screens. now i can't read speak okay. spanish anyway so y'all broke up shorty got a girlfriend your your ex-girlfriend now has a girlfriend it sounds like the present girlfriend hit you up asking if you were still in contact with the ex-girlfriend And then you guys met up. I guess talked about the shenanigans. Um, And now it's like she messaged me the other day and we had a conversation. I know at this point it's over. But do I let her girlfriend know? Okay. No. No, you don't need to let the girlfriend know that you're still in love with your ex-girlfriend. Because why are we still in love with our ex-girlfriend?
0: I mean, they're not going to get over it overnight. But it's like... Your girlfriend is just playing games or your ex-girlfriend's playing games. This is just tragic.
1: If it's just a lot of flippy floppy here and there, you know, you you just got to let it go because you don't want to be caught up in a situation with someone that's just constantly going back and forth. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I got from that mm-hmm. passage. I don't know if that's what you were really saying, but, right. um, you know, there's plenty of people out here, y'all. We just have to give the people the opportunity. Mm-hmm. You're going to find someone better The people we dealt with is not the only people we're ever going to have to to date or deal Mm -hmm. with or love in our lives. So with that being said, no. Don't tell the girlfriend of the ex that you're still in love with the ex. It doesn't matter. Let them deal with that and have their Mm
0: -hmm.
1: happily ever, not so happily ever after relationship. But I think we should just stop ruining other people's opportunities. You know, if they didn't cheat mm-hmm. on you with this person, if they cheated on you with this person, I'd be like, fuck it, blow it up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, don't take away the opportunity for someone else for being a shitty person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, she's going to find out if she don't already know. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think you going out of your way to make it known that you're still in love with them isn't doing nothing. No. Now in the event that you guys are still talking and you want her to know. Yeah. Before,
0: I, I want to do another one because i i don't I don't want to lose the listeners because that that one was a little confusing Rough. so okay I'll read the next one love watching so i set certain standards for anyone i date because I've worked hard to establish myself but i feel like those same standards that built me to where I am keep me away from dating women do you have any advice on this because I don't want to lower my standards because i tried it before but I just felt like I was settling thank you thank you all much love. Don't lower your standards. No. Because then when you lower your standards and you start dating these people, you're always going to find something wrong with them. Mm -hmm. And it's never going to move further. Like, I feel like if you're looking to date seriously, then you shouldn't lower your standards. If you're looking to date for fun, like you just trying to have a good time, then... If they cute, they cute. Who Mm -hmm. gives a fuck about about what they talking about? Like it's just a physical thing. But if like I said, if you are seriously interested in having a long term relationship, then you shouldn't lower your standards. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like what what is that doing for you? Like, yeah, you're not like you said, you're not um it's pushing people away from you, but like um those are
1: just people who aren't aren't meant to be around you. Yeah. That's it. Anyone who feels threatened or who just doesn't feel comfortable with the standards that you have mm-hmm. set, they just not they, they just shouldn't be around. They're not meant to be around you. And I think that with having standards, it's like we're people are so used to like living in a life of no boundaries or knowing boundaries. And I feel like when you get to a point in life where you're like you know, you start to realize, okay, I can place boundaries and these things can be followed. I can have standards and there will be people who will understand and fall in these mm-hmm. standards. You know, like it's not, I mean, I don't know what impossible ones are. It depends I on what like you have, but.
0: I could relate to this when it came to dating men. Like I wrote a list of the things that the guy that I dated needed to have. Mm-hmm and it was a little bit ridiculous (laughs) it was like so be more realistic so to say no because at the end of the day it just it didn't work out because i obviously had more i was i have i was more interested in women okay yeah and i feel like my stand not that my standards were lower for women but it was just like not as crazy like with men i was like they gotta be like six two at least (laughs) they gotta have their car they gotta live by themselves like i would be have a good job, be educated. Like I was like super particular with men.
1: And look at the difference. <laughs> so Especially different with women. Um
0: dated someone five two. You are not five two. No, I said you dated someone
1: who was five two. I'm not five two. I'm actually six one. I'm lying, I'm five nine.
0: <laughs> um I think the person you want is Oh. Will come in time. Go ahead. Okay. No, but I was gonna say with her list, if you do have a list, look at it and and be like, am I being like um too unrealistic when it comes to like physical stuff? Mm. Like, are you saying they have to be like five eight? They have to have curly hair? Like, didn't things like that? You gotta watch out for that because like those little things are would what would prevent you from finding someone mm-hmm. or like if you're particular even about race i know some people have their preference in quotations their preference like if you're just dating i don't know latinas and it's like how about you expand your palette mm-hmm. they oh i like that I like <laughs> she that. could be Picasso. she could be indian she could be asian she could be <laughs> black and She you be white like <laughs> You know, like, yeah. it's like, things like that, I would say, look at your, look at your mental list again and mm-hmm. see that. Sometimes we put these, like, certain physical attributes that someone needs to have. And sometimes they don't have that. And I've dated people who po- probably weren't the most physically attractive person to everybody. But to me, I feel like they were attractive in their own way, personally. Like, their personality was also a plus whatever
1: works for you Mm -hmm. a fear of settling is one of my big things and i think that with that being said that doesn't just pertain to settling with the person that you're dating it also pertains to settling with the person you're presenting yourself to be while dating that person yeah when you lower your standards i feel like you also lower your self standards you know Mm -hmm. like you become the person that's comfortable for them
0: all right guys, we had a lot of technical difficulties in this episode, so we're just gonna close it out but yeah, thank you so much for listening don't forget to don't forget to like share, comment and subscribe and we'll see you next week Do
1: mother goose.